Can we light the blunt? You can light the blunt. And go live at the same time. Can you multitask? Mm. <laughs> can we multitask? We're just going to give it a few minutes for our guests in the green room. You guys can um, talk in the private chat if you would like to discuss amongst yourselves anything. Um, before you come on screen, you can hear us. We can't hear you right now. So if you do want to talk to us, you can hit that private chat as well. Um, we are going to do a little banter as we do, everybody, um, and let a few more people get in or get a few people into the room. You guys know our number counter never works. So you got to tell us when you get in here. Uh, I know. Sometimes I, I, I have to remember that that saying that the numbers don't matter because yeah. that sometimes that number is it's super wrong. high and sometimes yeah. it's super low and sometimes it's not. And then we it'll say we have zero people <laughs> in I'm here like, and then there'll be like three people talking to us in the comments. So it's like like right now. Yeah. <laughs> so up, um, I'm going to I'm just going to do a quick post on uh, the Facebook. Yeah, do that while I introduce us. This is the Cannabis Closet Podcast with Can Queen and MJ. Welcome, everybody. I'm going to go ahead and do our disclaimer for those of you listening uh, after the show on Spotify, Google and Apple Podcasts. You will hear this immediately for everybody that's listening live. They already just know. They just already know. And you do too. If you're listening on the recorded message, but anyways, here we go. Just in case you're new here, it is about that time. You are about to get highly educated with the canvas closet podcast with can of queen and MJ. This is an adult content show with no limitations on subject language or actions. Opinions, views, and expressions may or may not be that of the hosts, guests, and their subsidiaries. If you aren't sure, don't worry, we'll tell you, or you can just take a good look at our faces. They'll probably tell you before the words come out of our mouths. It's about that time to get this session started, so thanks for rolling up and showing up, and we hope you enjoy the show, which is an impromptu again, sort of. It, it was, it's a weird thing. Okay, so here's what had happened is that I was actually talking to one of our guests that's on today and he remembered that we were having that conversation. Thank you. Uh, I remember having a conversation with him, but I don't remember saying this day is the day that we'll have you on. So I don't remember that because we have been traveling straight for three weeks. And so everything's kind of been all over the place. So we also had slated a guest on Monday who had a scheduling conflict. And then today there was also a conflict. Um, so we're going to reschedule her at a later show, uh, but she couldn't make it today. And then uh, we got an email from the guest that I had actually originally scheduled for today. So, <laughs> And she put in. And, and then she also. Yeah. Put gave us, us the name of a potential guest. So we got in touch with uh, him as well. And now we have two guests for the show. Um, it is a work Wednesday. It's a banter show. So we're going to be uh, doing that. We have a couple of headlines that we'd like to talk about. And, uh, and then we are going to bring both of these guests back at a later date to talk about themselves a little bit more. I mean, of course, we're going to introduce them when they come on, but, <laughs> but like, we want, we want to show that where we highlight them. So. Yeah. Well, where we have um, actual topics of discussion or uh, specifics, you know, today as work Wednesdays go, um, 
we tend to run off the cuff or do headlines or, you know, just have uh, whomever on with us that's willing and, and uh, wonderful. So <laughs> I want to do more. Actually, I want to do more. Impr- this wasn't meant to be an impromptu day, but I want to do more impromptu shows on Wednesdays. I think I think it would be fun. Yeah, I think it's fun to you get know. to know people. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's all about building our community, right? Absolutely. Um, so to start, I know it's not obvious or I don't think it is, but I did have surgery to correct my cracked tooth, uh, yesterday. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> it's like having like, um, uh, like a rug burn in your mouth. And also it's like everything like when I talk the, on the inside, it rubs against the, so it it hurts. I know. I, yes, I know. I I was here last year, actually. uh, Am I smoking a blunt right now too? Yes, I am. Um, (laughs) It's because you're still hydrated and keeping your, I am hydrated. Um, uh, medicated it in other ways so i am uh, <laughs> i i hate i hate the med i like okay because i'm not i have well i have general anxiety i know i hide it well but like sometimes in my brain it's just like a little scared chihuahua in the corner and uh if you ever try to refer to me like that to my face i will prove you wrong but the point is in my brain sometimes that happens for the dentist, uh, like a lot of people do, I have major, major anxiety for that. And this man told me when he, when I went in to get it checked, so I was very responsible about it. I went in right away. I was like, that feels not right. So I went in right away and he was like, yep, you're right. You cracked a tooth. And I was like, that's crazy. It's the very, very last one. Do I need it? And he said, well, like, losing your teeth causes other health problems. Even if you like intentionally pull that tooth, it could lead to other health problems, which include things that I'm like scared shitless of in dementia. Yes. Isn't it crazy that that they don't talk about this? They They don't don't talk about this, but losing your teeth can really, really, uh, you know, it's it's connected in an, by nerve and it's, you know, there's, there's some science to it that I don't understand, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was like, pulling the tooth is not an option. Cause I was like, just fuck it. Get it out. <laughs> like, I don't need it. Well, I need that way back. I got another one like right in front of it. It does the job. It's fine. Yeah. That's, uh, I, that's. <laughs> so he said, no, not an option. We're going to put a crown on it, but your, your gum, it's a small tooth, right? So your gum is kind of covering. So we need to like laser that. And I was like, Okay, we're going to stop you right there. What kind of drugs do I need to not know that that's happening? And he was like, okay. So, but having said that, like, I need that. I have no idea what happened at that. I mean, I know I have some idea what happened to the dentist. Don't get crazy, y'all. But I have, uh, like, literally no med- laser. What laser? I don't fucking know. Um but the, I'm always so tired. I was just before the show, I'm like yawning like crazy. I'm so tired from those meds, from those. And I took them yesterday morning at 7 a.m. 
It's crazy. Right? If you, you were it's here, just that, yeah, it's just like in the chat, lingering. by the way. It's just we lingering. We can't see your numbers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just like hanging out. So, um, so yeah, it's just like, I'm kind of, it's kind of frustrating that I, I wish I didn't need that. Cause he was like, oh, it's no big deal. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it is. It's, then he told it's your me, mouth. It's a big deal. Like, right? yeah, I don't know. That's it's a big deal. <laughs> Look, you're talking to me. You're talking to me about lasering some of my skin off. I'm not trigger warning everybody. I'm not okay with that. So then, <laughs> so then he told me, uh, that, uh, he would prefer to put a gold crown on my tooth because of the weight of that crown and where it's going to be placed. It's just like better and it'll attach better and all this stuff. But I was like, you, I was like, you don't even have to explain any of that to me. Am I going to have a gold tooth in my mouth? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, bougie. Yes, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> You're a, mess. You're a mess. I am a mess. You know what's crazy? You keep saying no to me, but I want one. I want, I mean, not a whole gold tooth. Okay. I won't go so far, but I want, you know, our friend, one of our friends has the, the gems, has the dental gems. And I'm like, uh, she's got a gold cannabis leaf bitch put that shit right in my mouth i'll be bougie as fuck with that i don't even care i don't Girl, care what you do you you don't need Listen, my permission like i'm like not asking my- y'all i definitely would never ask for permission but I honestly i'm like i kind of want to do that i'm i need to save my money right now because all my money's <laughs> you know all my money goes right into the queen kitty so like it's all there so but yeah i want to do that i want to do that and i don't give a fuck what nobody thinks about it I don't give a fuck when nobody thinks about it. People had something to say when I got this tattoo on my face and has it hindered me one little tiny bit? No, it has not. I don't think so. No, No, I don't. (laughs) No. And if anything, I feel like you're empowered by it. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Do what you're doing. I, uh, I had a plan when I got my face tattoo that I knew I wanted it because I was stamping that shit all over my face anyway. So who cares? Um, so I knew I had wanted to get that. And then I had a webinar that I had already planned. So and it and I ha- I was engaged in contract with a, like a, a pretty big company, a, an education company. And so I was like, OK, well, I'm not just going to show up with a tattoo on my face all of a sudden, you know, that's unprofessional. I feel like a little bit, you know, they didn't meet me that way. And uh, so anyways, but I, but I had such a good relationship with the person that coordinates everything that uh, I told him about it. So I was like, yeah, he was like, what'd you do for your birthday? And I was like, I turned 44 and I got two tattoos and I showed him the one, there's one on the back of my neck and it says it's the THC diamond with the exclamation point and it says contains cannabis underneath it. And then um, I also got one on my face and he goes, where, but I had covered it. Mm-hmm. And I told him that and he goes, why? <laughs> and that was all I needed. That was like, I'm all, cause you know, 
corporate. Well, again, yeah, we were kind we of were raising that corporate your right. military, and right. uh, you know, right. and we were, you know, I was very much raised in the you know corporate. It was America, very like that. Like you face don't tattoos, get tattoos or, no or right. if you have tattoos, you should not they're hidden. See them in order to get a job. Yes, you shouldn't do. Yeah, you know, like all those all parameters. All and that. now, and now, you know, thankfully, you, I feel like there is but some, we run shit. like, I never even thought of it. of it, you know, like, but you know, I never thought of it this way, but like, now we run shit in like corporate America, like Gen X and millennials are running shit. And now Gen Z are coming into the, to the fold too. But like, we don't give a fuck about shit like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's. Yeah, it's just been empowering. <laughs> but that was all. I I was like, that was my one obligation that I was like, I'll cover it up. No big deal. You know, whatever. Right. And he was like, you don't need to because that's we. Yes, we're a corporate professional company, you know, whatever. But also you have al- like I have already walked in the room and, and this I'm educated about this thing. So I feel like there are still some, you know, that that's still like a, it's still a thing, you know, there are still yeah, there's uh, companies some still. and there's still, you know, where, yeah, you're required to cover that up. You can have it, but they want you to cover it up when you're on the yeah. clock or whatever. And, you know, and so like, I have friends that, you know, they are fully, you know, covered in tattoos, just where your business stuff can be seen, you know, like where yeah. they can put on their business attire and be like, whoop, whoop. Um, it's, it's crazy. You know, you say that you're, you're right about that. In in a lot of still industries, it is not an acceptable thing. Um, I think that we work in an industry that's a little bit more lenient about things like that, even in the corporate parts of it. Right. Um, but also I remember going to a, um, a California pizza kitchen one time and they made their employees take out the, um, the, the gauges in their ears. So if they had gauged ears, they couldn't wear the plug or the or the so random because then and you I was know, it's like, like what it looks like without a plug is just yeah not, uh yeah. just not satisfying. Can you just you know, can like, you just put that back? Can you just put that back please? Like yeah especially <laughs> just depending on the size of the gauge. Um but right. hey, no, our, our waiter had like huge it was like double eye gauge, right? Which is uh it goes from the the low the low numbers are are smaller or the high numbers are smaller numbers and the low are numbers smaller. are bigger. So yeah. it was a double lot gauge, oh, yeah. and it was it's just like his skin was just hanging. Then I was like, please put the wood piece back in and please yeah just please yeah anything yeah um well since we're bantering do we want to go ahead and bring our guests in we do and um all right so i'm gonna start with the first one that my button is on and we've got i'll I'll just bring them both in and then we'll introduce them both um we've got poncho rucker and uh stanford Frazier, Fraser, um, and uh, both of them have impressive uh, uh, resumes and reasons why they're here, uh, and um, and we can't get wait to get into it. Um, I, I have your bios in front of me, but I feel like y'all can do yourselves justice by by telling us uh, about yourselves. <laughs> I want to say I want to uh, first I want to start by saying thank you to Stanford because. <laughs> 
I am so sorry. I, t- I remember like we were having the conversation and I, you were on, I have like a list that I'm like, yes, I need to email this person, this person, because I, I had you that I needed to email and schedule you. So I didn't even remember that I had already scheduled you for today. I appreciate you reaching out to us today. And I'm so glad that you were still available to come on. It actually worked out fabulously. on the calendar. And then we just have not been looking at our administrative stuff, uh, you know, to even go back to, to to say, Oh my gosh, we did not follow up to our last email. So thank you for following up and being like, I'm still available. Yes. Don't thank me. Thank the Apple calendar app and the reminders app. (laughs) <laughs> okay, see, and and I have both of those and still did not work for me, so. And uh, to Poncho for being uh, last minute and available, like, like uh, to just on and on it. And uh, and again, I, I'm excited to, you know, talk about what you do and, uh, you know. Your oh, once again, same thing. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm, I'm hi- highly appreciative of the opportunity to be on here with you guys. We love the, can we just do a quick shout out to the artist? Uh, we know we already asked you about it. But. So uh, the top uh, three are uh, from an artist from Virginia called Bugsy Art. Uh-huh. And the bottom two are um, me. I did those. So. Oh, well, shout out to you. Those are amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Those are amazing. I love, I love all, every, every single piece of that. Um, so uh, we will start with Stanford. Uh and I'm just going to let you introduce yourself and tell us, tell us what you're doing, what you're doing, because pretty damn important. Oh, man, so much pressure. So my name <laughs> is Stanford Frazier. Right. In my day job, I'm a public defender. You know, so that means I went to, went to college, went to law school and I represent people that cannot afford a lawyer in court. Right. The whole you have the right to a lawyer. If you can't afford one, one will be appointed to you. Sometimes you get this handsome fella. And. I mean, I guess the reason I'm here is, you know, I do a lot of stuff in the in the you know decriminalization world. A lot of like cases. Actually, tomorrow I'm going to be in court, and in the morning I think I have about 12, 13 clients, and they're, basically they're all drug cases. Right, a lot of misdemeanor drug possession. It uh, what state work. are you? What state are you in? That's a great question. In Maryland. You're in Maryland. Uh, yeah. okay. In Prince County, so right out right outside of DC. Yeah. Um, and so thank you for what you do, because that is definitely a service a, a public service. So we appreciate you doing that. Um, Maryland has some uh, you guys have uh, legal medicinal cannabis, but not legal yet. Is there anything have you seen uh, anything uh, coming across that is is indicating that you guys might be able to make a decision on that or that legislation is might maybe talking about that in Maryland? No, it's a big move. So basically in November, right, the midterm elections, it's going to be on, it's going to be a ballot question. So okay. the voters of Maryland get to vote on it. Awesome. I think polling basically says it should pass, right? Knocking on wood, fingers crossed. Right. And, you know, I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote legalized. Yes. <laughs> and, and so, um, and so what well, I'm going to pause because I'm going to ask you another question about that, but I want to, <laughs> I want to introduce um, Poncho too. So, Poncho, go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience. Um, well, hello, audience. Uh, I am Poncho Rucker. I am a two-time best-selling uh, author. Um, I am the owner of and founder of De- uh, the Delta Eight Five Hundred Milligram Non-Dairy Vegan Chocolate called Bumble Bars, um, and it actually has the potency of three and a half bags of gummies in one piece. So yeah, 
you can try that. Um, I am the founder of a nonprofit organization called Team Rehab, where we focus on um, efforts in helping the underprivileged, including those uh, that are unhoused, uh, those that are looking for places to stay, uh, those that are looking for uh, assistance in any way, shape, form or fashion. We try to help out our community uh, in that manner. Um, and I'm a published photographer. It's a lot of different things. So I'll just say what people call me a serial entrepreneur. I love it. Yeah, um, we love, we, 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 we are it. too. Uh, yeah. so, uh, what state are you in? I am in the state of Missouri. Missouri is one of our favorite oh, states. We have lots yeah. of guests that come and, on from Missouri and lots of listeners from Missouri as well. Awesome. I want to give a special shout out for Melanie Marie for introducing me to you guys. And um, check out her as far as the Canada Education Center. She does a lot of great work within the community um, in um, the state of Missouri, actually. It's St. Louis, but all over dealing with Missouri. Uh, we look forward to having her on as a guest. Yeah. We just had some conflicts. Um, yeah, yeah. And so we really appreciate you coming on in, in, um, yeah. in place of her, in lieu of her. Um, no. But we're going to reschedule her for sure. Um, sure. So wait, hold on. What are the names of what are the names? your books um okay um clean up bb is um my first um book that made a bestseller uh that was actually um it's a kid's book for my daughter um i had um shortly before then i actually had a stroke and um when i was sitting there in the hospital and i was like you know what if I can get everything at least back to 80 percent, I'm going to finish this book. I'm going to do this book for her. at the time she was two. So I decided to do that. And then it just spread it like wildfire. Uh, the other um, another book that was featured on PBS was called Chin Up Chest Out. And it focuses on, you know, uh, it was for my son and dealing with self-confidence and building that up for him and so on and so forth. But uh, I have like eight books that's out here um, that people can actually go to bbbooks.com. That's B-E-E-B-E-E-B-O-O-K-S.com or on Amazon. But, you know, I'd rather you go to my website. <laughs> yes, of right. course. Buy from right. the business owner. Buy from small business. Don't don't buy from Amazon if you can buy it directly yeah. from the small business. And that's awesome I, that you, I'm interested. Um, I'm looking at your Amazon page and I, I am interested in your note to self uh, books and, uh, and and I'm going to uh, and try and pick those up so uh, here shortly. The funny thing about note to self, the illustrator was my uh, best friend, one of my best friends who passed from um, uh, overdose of an uh, opioid. Hmm. And so um, with that, um, part of the proceeds are going to um, a, a rehab and, uh, and dealing with Huron side and so on. Uh, like, so we try to push away from dealing with opioids. And that's another reason outside of the recreational use of marijuana is the reason why I personally um, try to advocate more for cannabis use than mm -hmm. anything else in the world, just because it hits so close to home for me. Right. Yeah. Uh, so sorry for your loss. That's yeah, hard. Thank you. Um, so before we get into banter, I have questions for both of you that I cannot uh, let pass. So let me come back to Stanford. What was my question that I wanted to ask you? 
What's you up? Don't ask if those books are from Amazon or not. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. Uh, what were we? What? Um, let's see. Public defender. So, are you talking about what he's what oh. he's running for? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, the <laughs> ballot. The yes. the ballot. The ballot. Do you? Um. Uh. Are you familiar with uh what that's going to look like if? it were voted if legalization were voted for in the state of maryland uh what does the uh, ballot proposal look like because the reason i'm asking this is because in missouri right now there's this big 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 divide and it's between the people and the and the corporations so so the people are like the people in the know the people in the know are like don't sign this petition for legal missouri unfortunately um there was some deception from what i understand um getting these signatures and so that might be the next big fight uh but it is going to be on the ballot uh right now as it is right now. Um, and so that's why I'm asking this question is uh, legalization in Maryland on that's being placed on the ballot. Is this going to be good for the people? Is this going to be good for small businesses or is this just going to benefit the corporations and uh, the people who are getting paid by those corporations? No. So that, that was a big battle. Right. And I think, mm-hmm depending who you talk to, or you might get different answers. I think they came to maybe a compromise. So right. I think part, part of the bill would establish something called, oh no, it was like not an equity fund, but like a business fund. Basically part of the tax revenue, right, is going to be invested in certain places. And part of that revenue is to basically have grants to help minority and women-owned businesses, mm-hmm. right? At the Does same- it separate those two? I think it's good. I think it's like one pot of money grants that are going to both minority and women owned businesses. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why I think that's problematic in a minute, but anyway. No, no, no. That's a, that's a really good. That's an important question. And then you know, that's like the typical stuff for just if you're like an individual, you can grow up to two plants. I think mm-hmm. up to 1.5 ounces, you can like buy, and then possession up to 2.5 ounces is going to remove criminal penalties. Mm-hmm. And then one thing that's I don't think it went far enough, but one thing we fought for, if you if you've been found, if you're like serving a sentence for marijuana possession or marijuana selling, right? They call it marijuana yeah. distribution, right? Possession yeah. with intent to distribute. If you're serving a sentence, you can petition the court to be resentenced. And then if you're out of jail, you can then, if it's been three years, you can file to get that expunged from your record. Hmm. And then if you if you have just the possession conviction, that's automatically expunged. Do, are there fees that come along with this? Are there fees that go along with this stuff? Because yes. I feel like it's just another way, you know, instead right. of you have to hire somebody to help to you do with these it. things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's another, yeah. Another consideration. Yeah, they, <laughs> anybody, anybody that's uh, hearing my voice, if you are in charge of something like this, just expunge it. If you're going to legalize it, just yeah. expunge those yeah. those offenses low level and make dry, it I, a low, make it an easy bit you know like a non-barrier to do so like I, why we I put have, these barriers up to do it is is again just i have a very progressive image. view on this too i also believe that if you are in jail for a low listen hear me out if you are in jail for a low-level drug offense, a low-level non-violent drug offense, you did not commit violence to end up in jail. You show you showed up in jail because of some drugs, right? Mm-hmm. And while you were in jail, there was an offense committed in jail. I also think that that should be expunged off of your record. Listen to me, why? Because you shouldn't have been there in the first fucking first place. place. Yep. 
I agree. Shouldn't, shouldn't have been there in the first fucking place, right? So, um, so yeah, I have very strong views on that, and I'm just like, guys, just why are you making it hard for the people? Like the people, like just make it easy. If you're gonna legalize it, then just make, that's not your decision. You guys, it's not Stanford's decision. He's just he's just a messenger of what the rules are saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, the reason I asked you if women and if 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 women were separate in a separate situation is because i i am also i will die on this hill why women apply for social equity licenses and their husbands run the business their white husbands run the business so yep. this is still a white male run industry yeah even if there's a a i mean i'm not saying all women do it but it is happening. It does happen to get around these social equity clauses and stuff as such. And to get into the lottery for social equity, this is happening. Um, how, what, what, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, not that you're making the rules. I'm just yeah, curious. I don't make the rules. I think it's like really tough because so I'm like a public defender. I get paid by the state, right? Right. But I know people who are like lawyers that run their own law office. And like, man, mm -hmm. I know I was like, oh, I never want to run a small business. So, you know, Poncho being a serial entrepreneur, you got to do taxes and like yeah. and publishing. That stuff is just yeah. so, so hard. Right. So I know some places I can't even think of it. Instead of like doing the social equity licenses, they just do. All right. Kind of like, you know, in Alaska, you get like a refund from like the oil, you know. Right. Like every year. So some people say, you know what, instead of just doing the social equity grants, it's just like give people money from like the marijuana. Back. Taxes, right. Right. Because at least then, because like, because some people, you can have the best wishes, right? And you can have like the great rules, but sometimes a small business isn't going to be successful. Right. 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 So I think for me, one of the things was I want to see, and we can still fight for it in the future. I want to see like other, you know, e equality, reparations, equity grants, whatever you want to call it, to targeted. That's out, that's more than just like grants for businesses. Because like not everyone, like, you know, I'm a lawyer, right? So I can read and I can write, but don't ask me to do algebra. <laughs> I can't. Right, and not everybody that. like you're not required to uh to to you know uh fill out all of these like different licensing and different things for you know your average everyday business, right? This is cannabis and there's like a lot of regulation that you got to follow. You got to be in a certain location, you got to have certain security. You have to have all of this stuff it's hard enough to run that business, but now you're telling me I got to write a grant to get money back for it. I, I could, I'm, I'm a, for me, for me personally, I can do all of those things. Right. It's part of a, it's part of a service that I offer as a consultant, but also for me as a business owner, I'm a creative. So I like, I come up with ideas all day long. I'll be like ideas, ideas, ideas. Oh, I know how to do this. I know what this should look like. I know, you know, whatever. And then, and then the admin stuff, is like, I got to like bring it in. Right. And it's very hard for me to do uh, for myself. I could do it for somebody else. It's just hard for me to do for myself. And now they're asking business owners to do this, like to get what they should. It, it should already just be built in. Right. It should be built in that this percentage goes back to these businesses that were um, that are that are um that are in communities that were most affected by the war on drugs specifically mm -hmm. and especially. Mm -hmm. um, but like, you know, the, the, the people who were awarded social equity licenses basically shouldn't even have to really pay for their license. Like it should be like a refund for the, of their license every year, you know? 
like they pay right. into the fund. Yeah. But then they get that refunded back and are right. able to use it in their business. I, I don't think government thinks that far into it to, to in terms of like helping out the actual communities you know, when they when they structure those, you know, those well, you know, line items, you know, it's just like, OK, yeah. we're going to lump it here and we're going to say it's you know, distributed like broadly. And then what happens also when we're when we are talking about those communities that have been affected and what if you're not getting into the cannabis industry and, and how can it be you know, put back into the community, even if it is associated with the cannabis industry? Like here in Colorado, you know, they say, you know, goes back to the schools and the roads. But again, you have to apply. You have to go through all these who jump through yeah. all these hoops to get the money and if you don't get it then you don't get it if you don't do it then you don't get it you not know, to mention not automatically in just being a school or just being a program you get this fund you know? and not, not not to mention that in colorado and most states do this too i think you know your 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 uh your 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 county your your city your community can decide decide on whether or not cannabis businesses can exist in that area and then on top of that like what my town does is every time and we're a tourist we're a tourist town right so every time that we're low on money, COVID, by the way, just happened, um, we need to raise taxes. Who are we going to raise taxes on? The cannabis industry. They got us. They got us. They make millions of dollars. So then the business owner loses on that, right? Because that's more money that we don't get to put in our pockets if we are if we have cannabis, uh, uh, regulated cannabis businesses. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's very problematic. I think, yeah, there should be. But, of course, they don't think that far because they're not thinking. A lot of people making these rules aren't thinking for the people. They're thinking for the money that's that's coming from it. Right. This is a Absolutely. this is a cash cow. Cannabis yeah. is a cash cow. So Absolutely. Um, do you know if uh, they built in? What was I going to ask you? Um, I want to know if they. And you may not know the answer to this, and this is absolutely fine because it's totally off the cuff. Um, uh, uh, shoot, I lost my question. It was definitely a social equity question. Oh, I want to know if uh, if they built in uh, regulation about location. If you uh, so um, this is off off cannabis topic, but um, Atlanta just passed uh, a law in 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 Atlanta specifically that um, homeowners cannot. Uh, cannot use more than two of their properties for Airbnb. And one of those properties they have to live in. And so the other properties have to be used as a residential property for the community, for the people who live in Atlanta. They can't just buy a bunch of property and Airbnb them out. Right. Um, That's separate. That's a separate, obviously from cannabis. But my question kind of relates to that in um in a lot of in a lot of states uh this one included uh you can pick you can pick a location for your dispensary right but you don't have to live there you don't have to be a part of that community you don't have to um uh, uh purchase things in that community you don't have to spend money in that community you can just have your business in that community where people from that community are spending money in your business and you're taking that money out of that community and taking it into your community right, right. and right. so i'm wondering that it was maryland progressive enough to think um hey maybe we should not allow for that to happen if you don't live here you can't own here hmm. 
Yeah, I gotta say that's a big, I don't know, but I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's something that we should, um, as activists, consider um, fighting for and lobbying for in a lot of these states, because what's happening is, you know, yeah, cannabis is making a lot of money. It goes back to that um, that conversation about reparations, about giving back to the communities who were most affected by this detrimental war on drugs. Right. But then you but then you have. Uh, this is a predominantly white owned industry, white male owned industry, um, as far as the regulated industry is concerned. We can talk about ancillaries, but I I have opinions anyways, as, mm. as you can tell. But um, but I think that we should start fighting for that, because what's happening is these white owned businesses are are building their franchises in these communities. Uh, people who live there and, and work there and and try to thrive there are are spending their money in these places because that may be one of the few places that they have to shop. Um, They don't have access to purchasing a business because the regulations and the cost of doing business in this industry pushes them out. And so then the white man is in their community making money off of a product that they either want or need I would argue need everybody medis- uh, uses it as medicine. It, I can explain that, um, but the only difference is taxes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but then they take, <laughs> but then they take that money out of that community. It doesn't help build the community. It doesn't. It doesn't assist the members of that community. And it's a fucking atrocity. Like you can't say in one argument that we want to benefit. Um, communities who were most affected by this bullshit and then at the same time let white men come in build the business there and take the money out like it's crazy all good points i will say while you were speaking i tried to google it real quick yeah. i don't have the exact details but i do think a small part of the the equity fund is going to go towards people that maybe have been previously incarcerated okay well that's something that's you know, yeah. where we I, listen, I would love to get our governor on the show to explain what he's doing to our medical program. So like we don't all, you know, we're in Colorado. We not I don't think anybody's doing it perfectly right now. There's definitely um, things we can learn from uh, each state and the way that they're conducting business. Um, but if they would just listen to those of us who actually um, actually work and live and breathe cannabis and they, they cherry might. pick you know they cherry pick regulations from other states you know mm-hmm. it, you know it's just and 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 what sounds good or looks good uh but then again we we've talked about it before not executed properly and so uh that you know i don't know Again, creating problems and issues. For I feel us like we, I feel like the United States. I feel like that. I said it the other day on the show. I feel I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna back down off of that. But I feel like that's the feature, not the flaw. Right? We're gonna try mm. this thing that absolutely we know works. We've seen it work. We've seen like um, legalizing all drugs. Right? We've seen models where that works, and it absolutely works. But in those models, they built the infrastructure to support what they were doing. So they had support systems for people who wanted to get off of those uh, drugs. They had um, 
they had counselors available um and it and it wasn't something it wasn't something that costed um anything they had um uh safe safe havens where you could use safe materials right um and and it worked in in other countries it worked because they built that infrastructure but then in the united states we can take oregon as an example we recently talked to somebody from oregon about this and um on the show and um and it's and it's it's kind of a shit show because they haven't built the infrastructure to support what they're trying to do and i feel like a lot of a lot of our um legislation comes from like half-assing it in america you know like we want it to fail we want to say oh well it might have worked over there but it it overall it won't work right well, you know, we just want the, we want the money from it but we don't yeah. want to really make it work you yeah. know like and when it fails we can say we told you so yeah. well I, I think the really more than anything the 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 cash cow is in the treatment and not the cure when it comes to that. So if we can make a residual income that continuously happens, then we're going to be justified in the means. Like, so it'll be a thing of, look, we're helping you guys, but you know, th this is just a war on drugs or a war yeah. on this or a war on that. So we're going to slowly treat this thing, but we're never going to cure it, even though we have the things to cure it. Right. So yeah. Right. There's so more money in the, keeping people sick. And yeah. Keeping, exactly. Keeping and people the verbiage, addicted. Uh, you know, just the verbiage of saying that mm -hmm. cannabis is for medicine, but marijuana is bad. Exactly. I um and 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 actually making regulations and rules accordingly to that to those words and separating what what shouldn't be separated, exactly. and um and so and again. Once it's into a regulation, it's harder to change. Exactly. You know, so it, I mean, I think straight up Connecticut is the one that it straight says cannabis is medicine. Marijuana is criminal. Just it's crazy. It's crazy. And, and I want to just, just on that point, once it's regulation, it's harder to change. Missouri, listen up, listen up and listen good. Do not vote for that ballot initiative. Absolutely. That ballot initiative is not good for the people. It is not good for small businesses. And anybody that is in this game uh, and advocating for cannabis, generally speaking, a majority of the people that I've spoken to are, are fully against, including a Republican representative in your state, fully Absolutely. against this ballot initiative. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, he he let us know you can uh, if you signed that petition to get this, this uh, ballot right. measure put forth, you can uh, you can actually remove your signature, uh, knowing that uh, what was presented was not accurate. Um, I think that there's documentation throughout Missouri, uh, and you guys can uh, you find that probably everywhere and anywhere. Uh, Representative you know, Ron Hicks will be a good yeah. place to start. Yes. Representative. Oh, they're they're out there like wildfire pushing the the narrative that oh well do you want to legalize marijuana you and they're not being like, honest with what they're no, doing no. they're not well, at all being honest as a matter of fact some of the um the people gathering signatures did not even know anything yep. about the ballot initiative some of the people yep. gathering signatures uh falsely uh informed people signing that document that it was actually ron hicks legislation which it's not 
at all. Um, and so if you signed the, the uh, petition to get that initiative um, on the ballot under false pretenses, you can have your signature removed. They are still working to get um, the whole thing overturned, honestly. And he does have a legislative plan that's much better that would, uh, you know, invest in the people and 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 make small businesses uh, and opportunities available uh, in Missouri, which um, a lot of people in Missouri uh, who do not have a ton of money in their pockets do turn to the ancillary world, which is great and fine, but it pushes people out of being able to be a part of this regulated market and this gold mine, you know? Yeah, um, they make it like here um, incredibly um, difficult to your get medical program. Yeah, um, like one of the things, like they even start a dispensary here. There's a ten thousand dollar application fee that is that you cannot get back. You cannot get just the application. It is not if they tell you no, they won't even get it back to you. Yeah, it's not. It's non-refundable. I cannot. Who has ten grand? What do you do? What do you do? What are they doing with that ten grand fee? Like you, it's application. No way. Like. It's, it's, it's definitely a money grab on both ends of is. everything. Is. So like for me, hard. with me and I got on the more of the, the the cannabis side of things on the hemp side of things. Right. Because of not wanting to deal with all of the red tape that came with trying to get into the marijuana industry, which it's been a blessing for me. But even on that, I've looked at this whole thing nationally um, when Cannabis and marijuana are typically the same thing. It's just from the stock and one from the uh, from the buds. How is it that you can say, um, well, this is legal here with the marijuana side, but this is not legal here for the cannabis side. And it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, It's a lot. I've been seeing a lot of money grabs as far as some states will say, well, we'll let you pay the 40 percent tax on the dispensary marijuana versus the safe races in Missouri, it's um, 4.225% on hemp. So instead of us just saying, Hey, let's just have this all around for this. No, we're going to make this illegal and we're going to jack up the prices. Like you spoke about with uh, the marijuana uh, in, in the state that you're in. And it'll be like, oh, well, we're going to raise this up because we can lean on this. This is fairly new. And we, you know, people are just happy to have to get high. And that's, that's what no I good. tell you. I was uh, I've sat in a, in several of those uh, city hall meetings like, um, yeah. why are we the only businesses getting taxed? You should tax right. if you're going to tax us, tax everybody. And that way we can share the burden. We don't mind sharing the burden. Right. Of of lifting our city up. But like yeah. to put the whole burden on our backs is crazy. I have a question for you. So mm-hmm. we do, I'm I'm just full disclosure, we do have some opinions on Delta 8. It is my it is my personal opinion that Delta 8 would not exist as uh, an industry grab if not for illegality of cannabis. If you had an opportunity to work in um in the regulated industry, I feel like that would be a much bigger moneymaker for you as well. 
Um, and also some states outlaw Delta eight because of the um, processing that it requires mm -hmm. um, to, to even create that. Yeah. Um, so my question to you is um, uh, there, I've been seeing, I've been reading some reports that the federal government is going to start kind of cracking down on Delta eight distributors. Mm -hmm. Do you have a plan for uh for a bit uh, for your business uh if that does happen if they start coming through and just kind of putting the kibosh on on those particular because here's here's the reason i ask and here's the reason i think it could be a reality mm -hmm. is because there's a law uh that says that if a drug is illegal um and stanford you might be able to elaborate on exactly what this is called but um and i because i can't remember the exact phrase uh, phrase for it but basically if a drug is illegal as cannabis is federally illegal right now um anything that kind of mimics that drug would also be considered an illegal substance mm -hmm. and i think that is where the federal government is kind of like trying to decide is delta eight wow. coming from hemp okay or is it not okay because it kind of mimics the effects of Delta nine, which is just the main and, and most natural. What do um, they call it? The precursors or it's a, yeah. um, yeah. you know, it's a, it there's a specific an, term. For, yeah. There's a specific term. It starts with an F I've used it before. I think it starts with, I could be completely wrong mm -hmm. about that. Um, but basically it's like, Hey, if this, if this thing that uh, you are selling uh, looks like or acts like this is it like thing, facsimiles, like controlled dangerous substance and their facsimile? No. Yeah, I, it's like a, yeah, it's like yeah, it's you're, you're in the right place. It's, to, a, it's, yeah. a, it's a science yeah. term, like yeah. <laughs> and so and so basically. Um, because the difference between um, Delta eight and Delta nine. Uh, as a compound is just uh, a it's a it's a double carbon uh, and where in the placement of that of that double carbon. Uh, am I right about that? Yes, I think so. Um, so they they act similarly. Um, there's some evidence that the the mild um, the mild intoxication that comes from Delta eight versus Delta nine could be because Delta nine um, releases all of its olivetol, mm -hmm. which is a, which is a compound that usually doesn't stay with, with the plant uh, oh. one, anyways. And it, and it could stay with Delta eight. Anyways, my point of asking the question though, is do you have a plan if this does happen? Have you been paying, have you been watching the, Oh, the, I've, I've definitely yeah, been yeah. watching everything. I assume um, that you had. Yeah, I've been watching everything right now with where it is uh, standing in a lot of states that I've talked to uh, talk to uh, state representatives that I've talked to mm -hmm. throughout the country are mainly stating that as long as it stays under the percent of 0.3 percent right. of THC, then we should be fine. So for me, I go through extensive um Research. Of the Delta Nine THC, so as long as no, no, no. I'm saying it's zero point three percent of THC. Any of period. it? Okay, so All even the Delta the board, Okay, it has to be that. And for me, and as far as um, the Bumble Bars company, 
we go through extensive lab research when it comes to that because of that simple fact of we want to make sure that there is a, it's a, as clean as possible, um, as healthy as possible. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure that it is not uh, because there is some skeevy places around. Yes, that it's really, really, really ugly when it comes to some people that just want money grabs versus quality product. Correct. And so with that, I say, um, you know, for us, I, I, I'm pretty sure that we're going to be just fine because of the chant, the, the, the research and the things that we go through to make yeah. sure that everything is clean because yeah, we, we don't, we want, we don't want that at all. Like some people, uh, what I've heard in the industry, people have used bleaching agents and all types of things to extract yeah. the, um, the particular color or a certain look or a certain this, no, mm-hmm. we want better quality. It's just the same thing as uh, someone um, using um, a lower grade of, 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 of marijuana. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And just to get it off to say it looks good because they put it in a pretty bag. Right. And we, yeah, I definitely places. don't want that. But anybody that's taking advantage of this um, without, you know, being in it to help and do the right thing. Yeah, no, shut all of that down. Yeah, and that's how I, I definitely feel with with that. Uh, but having a, a exit strategy, the goal is to um, go on both sides of the spectrum right. as far as marijuana as well as the hemp side, because they both it's essentially it's the same thing. It's the same thing. So it's cannabis is cannabis, thing. you guys. It all falls under the same <laughs> umbrella. The same this yeah. is for this is for our, our audience, you know. Uh, but it all falls under the same umbrella. Hemp falls under the same umbrella as the stuff that is getting, yep. making you feel all nice. It's literally inside. one molecule off. It's, yeah. There's, there's very few differences. It's like, okay, like, let's take, for example, roses, right? Yep. They don't all smell the same. Yep. They don't all look the same, but yep. they're all roses. Yep. Same, same, same thing. Thorns. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I agree. So, um, so uh, let's see. Uh, we have talked about legalization in both states. I kind of want, um, uh, I think, I think we could probably go for a little bit longer. I, I would like to talk about one of the headlines that I saw today. This also concerns cannabis. Um, and, and the, 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 the reason, the, the fact that we don't have legalized cannabis across the United States is, is going to destroy people in Oklahoma yesterday, yesterday or the day before um, a tornado came through and ripped, uh, ripped apart uh, cultivation in in Oklahoma, ripped it, ripped it apart over $90,000 in losses uh, and the damages keep rising. They lost over 50 greenhouses they were all living in RVs. Those RVs got tumbled. Nobody was uh, uh, severely injured or, um, or you know, unalived or anything. Uh, everybody lived. I mean, they're going to have to go through therapy. I hope that they get it. But um, that's yeah. crazy. But yeah. here's the thing, you guys. They lost over nine. This is a operation has been in operation for two years. So it's a small business and it's a brand new business. They, they just started. Uh, they just lost pretty much everything. Um, you cannot write off any of that stuff 
in cannabis. So they literally and insurance does not cover it. it. Their insurance is not likely going to cover a majority of that stuff. It probably might um, cover the living arrangements, et cetera, but not, not the greenhouse equipment, not the, not the oh. cannabis stuff. Um, because it's federally illegal is still schedule one drug. This is what is ha This is what, this is a natural disaster. Any other business could have written this off. Wow. Any other business. So it's like a damned if you do, damned if you don't type of thing with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. And so, um, yeah, it, it does. Yeah, like and we follow all the rules and then yeah. and then this happens. And, yeah. and what do you what do you do? So the community came together to help them, generally speaking, um, get their stuff together. Uh, but but the plants are gone. The, the what what? OK, here's the kicker. Mm -hmm. Here you go. Here you go for some state work. The state showed up. They were before before the 10 o'clock news even aired this so the state showed up immediately after it happened to secure any product that wasn't destroyed and that's wow. how that that's the spin they put on it because for me i'm like who's your pr person yeah it should have been like um we're here to help this business they have already lost a lot we don't want them to lose any more so we're going to help them properly secure what's left of their inventory and help them with their cleanup or something you know nothing they just came in they got that shit and they bounced they were like uh wow. we got to secure this it's a bad wow. look oklahoma shame 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 yeah wow so not only uh are we going to um not allow you to um bounce back from anything we're going to put you more in debt and take everything from you almost yeah i don't i don't i don't know uh if if them securing it is just maintaining it until the business can <laughs> but i don't feel like it i feel like it i feel like they just got like they they just suffered a natural disaster and then got ripped off oh it's perfect that you say you secure it because that's exactly yeah, yeah. what happened you know yeah that's, yeah that's awful, so that's our, awful. yeah it's I don't know. I, I don't know how. Um, that reminds me of like campus police at college when they would take it from people's rooms. Where did that go? They yes, didn't have, they didn't exactly. Exactly. You know where the hell it went yeah. in their lungs. Yeah. yeah or exactly. a resold. Uh, in this case, in, in their pockets. When yeah. I was in India, uh, they told, I mean, I wasn't, I, I'm not going to, a, I'm, I'm not the one that goes to a foreign country and, um, buys weed off of strangers. Mm -hmm. If I know somebody and know somebody, we can get down. But like, if I'm just, this is my first time here and I don't know nobody that's connecting me. Um, I've seen like lots of documentaries about the prisons in some of these places. So I'm oh, not about boy. it. <laughs> so we were in India and they got a ton of like different pipes and stuff. And so uh, we were shopping. It was me and um, a friend of mine. We were shopping in uh, pairs because I was on a, I was on a trip with a bunch of classmates, basically. And um, there were nine of us and, and one was a dude. And then our professors were dudes and they were like, listen, buddy system. India is not safe for you to go by yourself at wow. all ladies listen up so so we used the buddy system at all times and uh we were shopping and i was like of course i was buying up 
pipes for people back home and stuff. They were cheap. I was like, yes. And they were like, some of them were like handmade and stuff. They were really cool. Weren't you scared that the international laws wouldn't allow you to bring them over? Not the pipes. Okay. I wasn't worried about the pipes themselves. I was because they were I could they were just artwork basically. Right. Um, but but of course anything else, no go. I was going absolutely insane. Um, I (laughs) use I use cannabis uh, because I have panic attacks and I'm a, I, so I'm, I'm in, I'm a a military brat, but I'm also, I'm, I've been in the Navy. So me too. We were, (laughs) we were on a, what was your rate? Uh, I got out at an E5. Well, what was your, what was your job? Uh, OS. Oh, nice. I was, I was a cop. So, okay. And I was also an E5 when I got out. (laughs) Listen. Don't judge me. But um, so but I'm always on high alert, you know, because yeah. I, like my whole life I've been on high alert like that. Absolutely. Uh, so we're on a plane to India and all of my classmates are telling strangers of our itinerary. I am full. I'm in full panic. Oh, it's 420 on the West Coast. Y'all light them up if you got them. I do. I got them. So so we're in we're in India. We were told in advance, do not even think about trying to buy any weed here. Do not even think about wow. it. And uh, I was like, they were talking to me. They, I knew who they were talking to. Listen, yes, sir. I got it. Bitch, right. I'm 30-something years old in college right now. I got it. I can maintain. I can do it. It's fine. Um, We're buying all these pipes. This guy says, do you want some? <laughs> Do you want some marijuana? Boy, wow. Is yes. he a cop? <laughs> Boy, yes, I want some marijuana. Of course I do. Am I going to say yes to you? I looked at my classmate and I was like, you know I do. And I look back at him and I go, nope. No, I do not. Right. No, I do not. Because this is what they do. This is what they do to white people in India. They sell you the, the cannabis. They sell it to you. And then the cop grabs you steals it from you arrests you puts yep. you in an indian prison no thank you and then gives it back to the drug dealer for profit and they do it all over again yep <laughs> no thank you <coughs> not nah. if i no. don't know somebody knows you nah we good <laughs> i'm no. not going to that indian sounds like prison. entrapment <laughs> it is entrapment, but it's yeah. india so who gives That's a shit a, yeah that does anybody say <laughs> But I did start smoking these things. They were, you guys remember clove cigarette? How old BDs. are you guys? Yeah. BDs. BDs. Yep. <laughs> so, I don't, I'm like, how old are you guys? <laughs> I'm 45 years old. So I like, so when I was in, in the nineties, we yeah. used to smoke cloves all, yep. all the live long day yep. for those of us who were not actually smoking the marijuana. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so we were like trying to be bad, but we weren't bad. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so but in india they have the, they have those so i saw yeah. this guy smoking this and i was like is he smoking a pinner right now but then i smelled it it was tobacco and i was like mm. but i started smoking them it kind of helped me a little bit with my kind of mellowed you out no yeah. those were awesome back, uh, back then so yeah yeah mm. so um yeah, what would you do if if you like? At, okay, so you're a public defender. Could we could we at all? Is there anything 
that you can think of that we could do to get around like complete destruction of our livelihood in the instance of something like what happened in Oklahoma? Mm. Like as an attorney, what I mean, are, are there yeah. any defenses that you think that they would have to be able to? Honestly, that's above my pay grade. That's a different type of law. But I think, no, I mean, yeah, I have like an associate who runs like a you know medical marijuana dispensary. They have to deal with those regulations. It's very cash intensive, pay their own, yes. their own security. So, I mean, I think that what they could choose, maybe try to ask Oklahoma to pass certain laws to help them out. Yeah. But. So that's what you got to do. Oklahoma. But see, Oklahoma is like a free for all. Mm. they were like here's your laws and then they're like kind of like do what you want they, it's yeah. $2,500 to get a license in Oklahoma oh really that's it that's it mm-hmm. but I, I wonder oh, if there's any you know any bonus or not any well any benefit for the state of Oklahoma to come in and assist this facility you know like I, I mean it, it's got it's a huge, I don't know, or the, I mean, the I mean, if it's a successful least, facility, yes, I would say there's a benefit to them because they're going to gain the taxes. Right. 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 And uh, so I don't know, you're the hope, right. That some, I don't think so. will happen on the positive for these folks. You're like uh, our guest from Oregon. And I apologize for not uh, knowing her name off the top of my head. Uh, but she had said that she sees Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma going the way of Oregon, where they're just going to have this influx of product, but not enough people to purchase it, which is why Oregon so hard, right? Because the system is so easy to get into. Okay. But in terms from the, the people to access it, the, for her, you know, it's, I mean, it's so easy for people in Oklahoma to get a license. They don't even, I don't. I don't know that they actually have any social equity clauses because they don't really have that issue. It's not, there's no barrier for entry, honestly. Wow. Mm-hmm. I think I need to take a visit to Oklahoma. I think, like, I mean, it's not a But bad then idea. for the consumer, you, but then it, you got to be good because you're going to have some major, I mean, there's competition out there course, for sure because course. everybody can get in. Yeah. Um, the thing is, is, is it going to fizzle itself out? That is, that's a big question. Is it a big bubble? Is it a yeah, big... <laughs> which is why it would be so important, right, to pass federal laws because then what Oregon has done is set in place in the regulations an export law, so they can export product as soon as it's federally legal to do so. They're ready, you know, and that's they're the ready. thing. It's like they're thinking about the four. They thought know. about that infrastructure. They didn't think about the other. <laughs> I mean, and honestly, like, you know, if the international discussion isn't being made by the, you know, by the government, then they're a little behind in the way of thinking then. Because, like, like, overseas, they are having that discussion. They are having Mm -hmm. those discussions. They are already moving forward with it and, and, uh, you know, looking at it as not in a criminal way. And, uh, you know, and really purely it for, you know, science and, and retail and, uh, you know, medical and, uh, you know, understanding that uh, the industrial use uh, is just as separate, you know, as, is, is uh, you know. Nice, nice. Well, so, I got to let you guys know, I think I got to, I got to head out. Oh, I had one. I had to ask you, I wanted to ask you one question before you head out. Okay. Okay. I'll take last okay. And then, and then I definitely want to reschedule you because I, I, I feel like I want to talk about, cause you're, you're campaigning, right? Mm-hmm. right now okay so my one question is is um how harsh is maryland on um non-violent drug offenders are mm. they at, as harsh as they are or does it depend is it still is it still racially motivated and divided 
I mean, it depends and it depends like what part of Maryland you're in. So I can like break it down for misdemeanor marijuana possession more than 10 grams. The maximum penalty is six months for every other drug misdemeanor possession. The maximum penalty is a year, but they can file like repeat offender notice. So if you have one prior conviction, then maximum penalty becomes like two years. And that's for possession? Yeah, for possession. It can become like four years. It depends. Like some places don't bother filing the subsequent offender, right? right? Some places do. And then for drug distribution, the maximum penalty can be anywhere from like five or even 20 years. Oh, wow. So like that's that. And d- distribution could be like handing your friend a joint. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Well, not for the 20 year offense, but yeah. 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 But still, you could spend five years in still jail five for years your friend's joint. That's kind and, of crazy. And what county are you in again? I'm in Prince George's County. You're in PG County. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. PG. That's rough. Yeah. So um, what's interesting for me is because it's not legal yet, you know, in DC, it has like a very murky law where you can buy lemonade for $50 and get free marijuana, right? Yeah. I saw the US. <laughs> and then you drive home in the PG and you can stop by the officers and say, like, yeah, we, yeah, I just bought it at this legal shop, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's actually not legal. So because, you know, you're next to like different jurisdictions with different laws. Isn't it crazy life. you can do that in D.C. and then all the people sitting up in that stupid office in D.C. are like, no. Yeah. <laughs> right? It's, it's legal like, where you work. What are you talking you, about? Did you <laughs> walk from the train to your office? Because you might have seen these shops. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Um. Definitely. So tell us, uh, uh, you're running for office? Yes, yes. Tell us okay. uh, about that and then I will let, and, and where we can go to your website. And then I'll let you go and we'll reschedule you for a whole show. Yeah, so my website is just my name, stanfordfraser.com, as spelled in, in the logo, S-T-A-N-F-O-R-D, and then Fraser, F-R-A, S-E-R. We'll put it in the show notes. I don't know yes. if they will, but I can say we that. Will. <laughs> we will. And I'm running for county council here in Prince George's County, right? So I'm running, you know, help decide some of the laws in the council. And, you know, when, I'm knocking on wood, but when we legalize marijuana, I'm gonna, it's going to be county council members, like your local offices, trying to write the rules of where they can be and those regulations and helping those small businesses or not helping those small businesses. So I hope to be an ally for, for when that passes. That's awesome. And you know what? You can call us in to help you create those laws because right. we know exactly what the people want. Yeah. I learned a lot about Delta eight. I'm going to have to do some Googles after this. Yeah. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we also, I mean, we've, you know, we've done a couple of shows on Delta eight too. And um, yeah, we just want to see where it goes. Um, we have a couple friends that have businesses in Delta eight. We're just like, um, Hey, look out because the feds are kind of looking at y'all. So that's, yeah, oh, that's, definitely. Yeah. They definitely, you know, are. so anyways, but we'll let you go Stanford and thank you for joining us. Thank uh, we so really much. appreciate it. And we're going to have you back and talk just all about you. No problem. Thanks for having me. And your campaign. Here, right? Yes. <laughs> <Hope you have laughs> good all right. All right. Um, and so, uh, what else do we have now that we've, we've got Poncho? (laughs) I mean, Ah. you're an extremely interesting, uh, human being as well. Um, did we have any other, I felt like, did we have any other, um, headlines that we wanted to discuss? I know I just, I was really on that tornado one. I was like, I cannot believe that a natural disaster can take out your business and you can't even insure that shit. Yeah, you just take advantage of that. But you know what? That's like here, we're having a big thing over um, in the marijuana industry here, uh, be it cannabis or it it doesn't matter. Um, You can't use a bank for the most. No, nobody can. Um, And that's. 
No, um, it's hard credit, for us to bank too. Credit cards you can't use uh, yeah. or try to get in the system. That, or, or if you do use them, it, listen, they make us la- launder our money, basically. Basically, yeah, yeah. You have to, uh, like, if you're cannabis, if you're in a, and ancillary businesses too, you have to be careful what you name your business. Absolutely. If you are in uh, the cannabis business, you have to DBA. You have to do business as whatever yeah. the fuck your yeah. dispensary is yeah. called. Yeah. And you have to have a parent company that yeah. funds that. That yeah. you guys, they because they won't let us legitimately put our money into a bank. But but they'll tax you. That. <laughs> so here's, here's another thing that happens. Uh, say for instance, like with certain places that you can do commerce. Through, like, um, say for instance, ooh, uh, let me say a different company, but like Clover, so to speak, right? Right. Where you have to pay using your car. So you get where I'm coming to the actual yeah. company, right? So if you mention, oh, okay. So, like, for on, on, as a, as a civilian person, as a civilian yeah. person, if you mention, yes. So if you mention anything that deals with, say for instance, this, this product is being sold here and it has any words such as water pipe or anything else they will put a freeze on your account and you can't spend any money until they tell you they've investigated everything you guys it's a they don't do this to rich people i'm gonna tell you right now they don't fucking freeze your goddamn rent money because you bought a fucking pipe are you kidding me right now no no if you sell to anyone at a store that has these things or um, yeah. Or like, like, just because you bought something like, yeah, you could have gone in there to buy fucking a, a lighter. Papers. You could have yeah, bought a lighter yeah. and yeah. they'll still, because yeah. you went to a specific yep. store to buy a lighter, yep. it's, they it's, will it's, still. Oh, and one thing you can't in do, a legal state, you guys in a medically legal state, this is happening. One thing you can't do on your websites is say, um, these things are, they have medicinal properties or they help. Yeah. Or we can't, we can't I had someone either. that was like, you know, this helps me with my anxiety. You or can't I go to like sleep a testimonial like that up. Mm-mm. They shut the whole page down yeah. until you take those things out. Yeah. Because of, you can't you know, claim regulation. any medicinal. Yeah. yeah. Same for us Mental too. Health. Um, yeah, it's all, it's a yeah. Shameless plug. And this show is sponsored by uh, Queen Kitty Seltzers. Also, you know, we can't put any medicinal properties because, you know, because we wanted to, um, which we did and we have, and we will continue to do. Um, but we wanted to have like a little bit of education on, on the can about cannabis, about the endocannabinoid right, system. About, right, right. Right. I want but, to do the same thing. Right. But we had to be really careful about the the facts and the knowledge that we used. Yeah. Because we couldn't say things like, you know, yep. um, CBD helps with, you know, we couldn't make a claim like that. And so instead we just went with because because our drinks, our drinks are CBD um, and um, there's a future of potentially CBG for us as well. Okay. I think. Okay is what we're looking at. But, um, but we can't like, we want to, like, we would love to put, you know, CBG is great for, you know, neural health and blah, 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 blah. But we can't put that on the can. 
So instead, we just opted for like the endocannabinoid system. That is not yeah. about cannabis yeah. itself. That's yeah. about an actual scientifically known. We know how it works. Um, and we chose terpenes, you know, so we talked about terpenes like generally. And then we I think we chose cannabinoids and we talked about cannabinoids generally mm. what they are, right. but not like what benefits terpenes have or what benefits um cannabinoids have because there it's just absolutely. uh you're not allowed to do that on on your labeling absolutely and i don't get why we can't do that well i, I know why and that's a whole nother conversation yeah. for a whole nother show <laughs> yeah. yes but, it is <laughs> but exactly you know um it, it's very much so to me tied into the same reason why some states ban certain things because of tax dollars it's not because of anything else but the tax dollars you guys know tommy chong went to jail for selling a bong to a guy in pennsylvania yeah yeah for selling a an empty uh i don't know how many years he got yeah but he um he went to jail for selling a piece of glass yep with nothing in it, yep. no residues in it, yep. nothing like that to a guy in Pennsylvania. Yep. And it was a sting operation because he told the guy no originally. He yep. told the guy no like 5, 10, 15 times and the guy kept badgering him. And then finally he was like, just to get this guy off my back, just this one time. Yep. And they got him. They got him because it was a fucking whole sting operation. Yeah. He told, he said no. He said no several times. And I the guy was just, uh, just badgered and badgered and badgered him to the point where he was just like, whatever, dude, if it'll get you to shut the fuck up, I'll do this. Yeah, I'll do it. And yeah, worst decision. Yeah, that's awful. Just trust. I've learned my lesson from Tommy Chong. We have certain states that we cannot deliver to and we will not deliver to. Yeah, on my website, I definitely that's why I have to keep up on the laws everywhere because he stated as, it on his website that he did not ship there, but the guy yeah. but was, for me, as soon as it says they're illegal, it's illegal to be there, I automatically shut down that portion of right. like you can't even order here. You can't you can look yeah. maybe, but you can't order at all. So, yeah, no, we won't ship like, yeah, At we won't all. ship to certain places because there are while hemp is um, all, all legal across the nation. Mm -hmm. There are some states that do have restrictions on where the hemp comes from yep. Yep. and whether or not like hemp from Missouri can be sold in yeah. Hawaii, for example. It cannot. Absolutely. Um, uh, and, and there are certain places like Maine, for example, I believe is one of the places that requires the hemp to come from within the state uh -huh. um, to be sold in the state. California has a similar law for dispensaries. They've just allowed dispensaries to carry hemp, but the hemp that the dispensaries carry, the regulated dispensaries carry, has to come from within the state of California and has to be regulated through California. It doesn't make any specifications for any hemp found outside of the dispensary, regulated mm -hmm. dispensary setting. Um, but yeah, so, so we have to pay attention to those laws too, but that's crazy, oh, yeah. right? Cause it was just like a piece of, it was a piece of glass and he was badgered into it. I just don't even understand how you can still, 
imprison somebody after you basically like like you conned them into it yeah you like them. that's what you, it was you did this i mean go go to one psychology class and you know that this is how the human brain generally speaking works absolutely is that if you poke at it enough i mean you can watch a million um dateline episodes where you get false confessions right because the cop was like you did yeah. it you did it you did it you did it you did it um I just watched the one um, about the little girl. Uh, what was her? I, uh, I cannot remember names right now. I apologize. But I just watched this 2020 episode um, about a child, a 12-year-old child that was falsely convicted of a young girl's death murder yep. because the cop used actual techniques that he um, that he got from a, a, a class that, that a lot of in, interrogators take wow. and, and, and use these methods on a 12 year old child, but he looked 16, you guys. So yeah, yeah. it was yeah. fine. Yeah. Listen, it, it, it happens really. Um, his brain was still 12. His yeah. brain was still 12. It happens often, uh, especially, you know, um, uh, where uh, where I'm from and the reason why I got into the advocacy of a lot of like community activism as well as uh, in the cannabis industry. Uh, we just call it here. He got railroaded. You yeah. Know, and, and that's really what that happens. Uh, it's to, even to, to a point to where in our, so well. in our system, it, it like. There's something called a free case. So it'll be a people where they'll lock, uh, lock a lot of people up and then take them to jail and say, admit to this or we're going to put this on you. So that's what they did to him. Yeah. They did. They said they said to this child, 12 year old, first of him. all, first of all, his mother was there, but she wasn't allowed in the room. Yeah. She, which is uh, illegal. Which is illegal. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't care what decade it is. It's been illegal for a long time. Yeah. Uh, see, let's see. La, 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 la. His name, or uh, was his name his neighbor? His name was Anthony Harris. Is Anthony Harris? Um, and it's been more than twenty years. He's he did get out. He did uh, as a, a wow. young child get out of jail, but um, he was con he was um, put in prison. For the murder of his neighbor, a uh, little girl named uh, Devin D Dunvier. It's a 2020 episode. If you have Hulu, you can totally oh, watch I'm it. Going, yeah, I'm definitely um, watching that tonight. But, wow. but yeah, so 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 she wasn't in the room with him. So she could see what was going on, but she couldn't hear what was going on. Basically, they told this. Tw he's 12, you guys. I, w I just wanted to keep saying that. Yeah. He's 12. Do you, I mean, 12 years old. The mind of a 12 year old, I just, I cannot even, uh, a cop using proven tactics against a 12 year old is just insane to me. Yeah. Um, so, uh, he said, you can go home if you just tell me what I want to hear and then yep. fed him and then fed him the facts of what the, he of wanted the to hear. Right. And then fed him the facts of the case. How many times that she was stabbed, blah, 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 blah. Yep. yep. And by the way, Devin's murder is still not solved. This yeah. young man was put in prison 20 
years over 20 years ago and this little girl's murder because they didn't they didn't they focused on this young black man or child he wasn't even a man he was a child yeah he's a child yeah he no, a child. It's, he's a man now and he's what it sounds like beautiful. is the same thing of what happened to Corey wise with the exonerated five uh the central park five yes um he Similar. was just taking his friend to the police station and you know they made him confess to a crime that he wasn't even there with and if it wasn't for the guy that actually did it to find um a religious experience in his own life and confess to it then he was he wouldn't have you know he wouldn't have been locked up and also that same person went and raped and hurt someone else exactly that same that's night. the part that's the part you guys yeah that's yeah. the part of these yeah. false confessions is that the person who did it is still out there exactly. and potentially a repeat offender. Exactly. Yeah. Potentially more than likely. It's usually a 80%. Most likely. Most yeah. likely. It's not their first time and it won't be their last. Exactly. exactly. And I guess the system is still, it's all about, it's all about numbers, you know, and that's what we goes right back around to what we were saying about the taxes of this and the inclusion of that. And like I said, it's another story for another day. Yeah, absolutely. And we're, we're going to have gonna you back, Poncho. Have you back. Oh yeah. I definitely want to come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We want to actually, we want to start doing some like banter Wednesdays where we do this awesome. more often. And so we would definitely love to have you back. Um, and um and to talk more about uh what you're getting into some more books awesome. you're writing and awesome. and all of that stuff awesome. um and we all you know we love missouri i i <laughs> in particular I, I don't know i'm not gonna speak for mj but i in particular love missouri i mean <laughs> i don't love what your cops are doing and i don't love yeah. some of the shit that yeah. happens out there but i do love like really just love Missouri. Um, we love the people. We have yeah. some really uh, well the people awesome. that we know anyway are all yeah there. we love the people <laughs> we know there and it's a good yeah like we have a good community there and so it just really yeah just love like, it. I just love going out there and I love spending time uh with uh, you guys out there uh and mostly we spend time in St. Louis but shout out to Kansas City we love y'all too <laughs> yeah no I, <laughs> and everybody um, in between um, next time you guys come, like you're definitely like we're gonna. I'm gonna have to um, get at least like um, an ounce or something, and we're just gonna sit and I talk mean, and have a good let's time. Get down. Yeah. Let's, let's get down. Let's get down. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do a whole show about it. Definitely. Um, we'll go. We'll go over to the Cola Lounge maybe and just like hang out. Exactly. And show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Those are my guys. Yeah. 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 We love it over there. Shout out to the Cola Lounge. Absolutely. Um, Real quick before we uh, leave, we always like to leave the sponsorship for the end, but we know you guys hang on to the end. So thank you. Thank you for that. This show is brought to you by CQLC Cannabis Consulting and Education, www.cq-llc.com, cq-llc.com. Or you can reach out customer service, cqllc at gmail.com. 970-426-5985 970-426-5985 is where you can reach me.
and us, basically me, but us. Um, I have not changed code for King Palm. I'll do that very soon. This show is also brought to you by Queen Kitty Seltzer, of course. We have three different wonderful flavors. We have Lemon Kiss. We have Bubblegum. And we have The Plain, which we are actually going to rename Nearly Naked in the next round. So just so you guys know, we're going to spice it up a little bit. Yay, Nearly Naked. That's what we're going to call it. Um, These are 10 milligram CBD uh, seltzers. They are water. No vegans were harmed in the creation of these seltzers. Uh, There is no sugar and no THC in these seltzers. It's just a nice, refreshing drink. There's no yak in the back. Make sure you get one today. We are working on distribution to get it to you um, who want to purchase through uh, retail. And we will get it out to you guys as soon as possible. I'm working on that right now. And uh, hashtag pop this kitty. Uh, Make sure if you got one, you post this on social media and let us know what you thought. Uh, It is our favorite thing that we're doing right now. Uh, and, and if you guys want to get in touch with, uh, the cannabis closet, you absolutely can solo.to slash cannabis closet 420 is where you can reach us. That's where you can find our discord link. If you want to join us there, we've been a little bit absent lately, but trust us because we've been on the road and we are exhausted, but we are coming back. We'll be back to hang out with you guys soon. And even if we're not there, it's a community. You guys can hang out without us. I promise. Uh, we won't mind at all. If you were unable to catch us today or you have a friend who was unable to catch us today, uh, definitely check us out later on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. I will be posting this show up very soon, uh, so you'll be able to grab it there. Uh, CannabisCloset420 at gmail.com. If you have any show ideas or have a guest you would like to see on the show, we would definitely do our best to get that guest on. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Uh, thank yeah. you for having me. Like, thank you. Um, where can we find you? Um, you can find me on all platforms at ponchorucker.com. That's P oh, Poncho Rucker. That's P A N C H O R U C K E R. Um, you can get uh, my books, including my son's book that he's 13 now. He's working on his second book, I'm uh, so called proud. Jake Drew the Explorer. Uh, Jake, Jake drew the guardian. Sorry about that. And, um, and please buy his book so he can stop asking me for money. Uh, <laughs> Fund you it yourself, get, son. You can get that at B E E B E E B O O K S.com. That's bbbooks.com. And I, um, you could also go to, uh, my, um, Bumble Bars, BumbleBars.com. That's uh, we have our uh, non-dairy vegan chocolate here, and we also have our non-dairy vegan chocolate with our granola snack, which is um, uh, all natural products. Because yeah, it's enough things out there that's trying to hurt you. So yeah, and thank you guys so much for for having me on. Like I can't wait to come back. Oh, I can't wait to have you back and thank yeah. you for coming on and joining us today. Um, we'll reschedule you and we will also send awesome. you the link to, to this when it's, uh, when it's up, uh, awesome. and going. um, you guys, as always be nice to yourself, put your mask on before assisting others. Yes. Um, cultivate love, bring it to you. You deserve it. Uh, the question on the table before we tell you the last thing is, uh, (laughs) hey, Poncho, does that come in dark chocolate? 
Right now, it is um, a, let's see, uh, almond milk. So, like a milk chocolate type of. But it's not product. a dairy. It's not a dairy no, product. not at all. Not okay, at that all. That was the question on the table, I think. You answered it. Yep. You guys, as always, stay lifted. Stay lifted. If you want to hang out for a second, we're just going to light it up. Light it up.